0: eyes the life of a long-term multitasker this is the 150 year plan series where bold ideas go from a vision into a reality where CEO or founder is too limiting of a title where the journey is the destination this series tracks my monthly process and progress towards realizing my life purpose along the way something so grand will have been achieved you'll wonder how it was ever accomplished but if you look closely every step was laid out in front of you the entire time okay so welcome to the first episode of the hundred and fifty year plan series in the size eyes podcast hope you guys are doing well um, yeah, so let me just dive right in. Um, so I don't know if you guys listened to maybe the, the kind of the preview, the set-up episode regarding why I named it the 150-year plan for this specific series. But, you know, recently I came across a question from, from somewhere, from Robin Sharma, I think, in one of his courses about, you know, what's our 150-year plan? It kind of forces us to think beyond ourselves beyond the realm of our own lives and into the realms of lives that we can impact posthumously, right? So it starts planting that seed of how and what my legacy is going to be and how it's going to impact others long after I'm gone. So, you know, the 150-year plan, like, what is it? Right? obviously I've kind of mentioned it before maybe this intro and and other things but and if you've read my blog then that's probably something that's uh, you're wondering as well right And so one thing is this so so let me tell a couple stories here. so how did I get here? so maybe in 2019 yeah 2019 I I took... Uh, there was like a small there was like a retreat type event going on um, in a a small town uh, maybe five six hours away from atlanta right and i had a last minute decision i made a last minute decision to go based off of um, some information that my brother had told me and so it was a five six hour drive right it was a you know two days before i was supposed to go and i had some questions that i wanted to you know ask in terms of, uh, you know, to get some guidance as well, because this was kind of like a, you know, spiritual master, spiritual guru that was there, um, to get some guidance, right? And so, on this five, six-hour drive, you know, I listened to music, listen to um, podcasts, I, you know, just thought. And one of these, one of the things that I was thinking about, right, is, you know, I had a lot of questions, and one of the questions, I think, was, you know, what, what is my life purpose? What is my purpose? Why am I here on Earth? Like, give me a sign to show me that I'm you know, going in the right direction. So fast forward to the event, to the retreat, and I had this, ex- uh, I forgot the exact question, but it was, um, but the way I phrased that question in the car ride, right? I didn't tell anyone about the questions right anyone that was there anyone that wasn't there etc i was just thinking about it i just put out that energy and then one of the speakers he spoke so directly not to well so directly so indirectly directly at me right he mentioned the exact like five or six words that i had in that question and he talked about how if you want to impact people if you want to impact generations children are the, are the bedrock of that, are the foundation of that change. And so like, that spoke directly to me of that speaker. And then when I got a chance to speak to this um, a spiritual guide, I asked him the question, is, is education the way to go? He just simply gave a little nod and went on. Went onwards and I was like all right that's a very small but subtle sign like all right i'm I'm on i'm on the right track of like children education etc that that should be something that i should be focusing on for my you know life purpose right i don't want to make aggrandize it or make it bigger than it necessarily needs to be but i was looking for some direction because i was just about a year after i graduated college and i was looking for some for some more meaning in what i was doing in in life right so that came at a perfect time. Then the other thing, so the second story is about in January 2020, I went to this other retreat um, through like the uh, like SSIO, like SSI International Organization, um, this regional wire retreat down in Fort Lauderdale. And one of the things that they mentioned, or sorry, uh, so there was... Um, I guess a speaker, person that I'd known in Austin, he's a law professional there. So he came to speak, and another one of the, my friends from New Jersey slash Dallas slash New York slash everywhere, <laughs> um, he he also came to that retreat, and I got there Friday night, and then when we were there Friday night, I we, we were just talking, and somehow we stumbled upon the topic of... Of books that we were reading. And one thing, one book that both the guest, that speaker from Austin, as well as my friend, who's from pretty much everywhere, they mentioned that one of the most fundamental and foundational books that they read is called the Mahavakya on Leadership. And, um, you know, one of the people said he reads it probably every five years, and every time there's always something new. Something insightful that he hasn't picked up on before, but he wants to imprint in his mind. And so, and I, and, you know, they talked about it. So that was January, right? And so one of the things, one of the last activities that was conducted at that retreat was like, uh, at the end of it, it was writing, it was a time capsule. It was writing a letter to yourself that, You know, you enclose, put in an envelope, and then after a month or two, they would mail it back out to you based off of the address you put. So I had, you know, I wrote my thing. So one of the things I wrote in that letter to my future self was I don't think, oh, sorry, I guess let me backtrack here. You know, I guess along the retreat before that writing of the letter, that same question, that same friend who you know, it's from everywhere, Um, he asked me, Sai, why are you here? I was like, huh, that's a good question. Why why am I here, right? Like, why did I travel? Why did I book the flight from Atlanta to Fort Lauderdale for this two, three-day retreat? Sure, hanging out with friends and getting to know them and reconnecting and going to the beach and doing all this like budgens and energetic stuff is good, but there has to be a deeper meaning, right? So he asked me, well, Sai, why are you here? And I couldn't answer it, you know, on that Saturday it was. And then so fast forward to that time capsule. I still hadn't necessarily figured out why I was there, even though I'd taken a lot of notes, was talking to people, learned a lot of things, but none of them necessarily resonated with me that I knew that I could take in with me afterwards right it's that momentary happiness but what's that thing that I that is promotes eternal happiness and so I still hadn't found that yet so I wrote that letter to myself and then you know I still hadn't found it you know looking back on it I still hadn't found why I'd gone there the meaning of why I was there at that retreat for maybe one one month two months right and then in March, or the last week into February. This is, you know, for February, March 2020, so before COVID happened, right? So, I timed it well in terms of going back home to Kansas City. I still hadn't necessarily, I hadn't been pondering that question of why I was there the last couple weeks of that, but it was still on my mind in some instances, right? So then I go back to Kansas City, and I was there for the weekend, And I'm packing up, ready to come back to Atlanta. And I was looking for books to pack up, right? And I was looking for these books. Actually, I wasn't even looking for any specific books. I was like, all right, maybe this will be good, this will be good, maybe that'll be good, etc. I think I took three or four books back. And then I was looking through one of the shelves that we had at home. And one of them was was like this it was like a very small book, but it was like red cover and it like just spoke to me. I was like, "Huh? What is this?" I didn't have really the spine on the title or the title on the spine and I couldn't really tell you know what it was. It was like small lettering, etc. And I was like, "Okay, let me pull it out see what happens." So I take out the book. And it's like 50 to 100 pages long, so it's not a very thick book. But I take it out of the shelf and on the front the title is Mahavakya on Leadership. So I'm like, oh man, there's a sign. There's definitely a sign here. So obviously I take that book back. I didn't, re- I didn't start reading it actually until maybe June, May, June timeframe of 2020. But I went through that, took a lot of notes. And I realized like reading through that almost, only five pages a day or something like that. I was like, wow, this has a lot of insight and really talks about how character is the main ingredient for leadership. And there's a lot of different subcategories, but knowledge and you know intellect is only very one small aspect of leadership, right? Of knowing what to do, but character is actually doing it. Right? Converting that knowledge into wisdom into that character. And so there was a lot of notes that i took but one of the main things in there is it talked about parenting and teachers and leaders and coaching and all this stuff and i was like there was again that another sign of how i can impact the world the mission another sign of what my purpose was right and so so after you know june july that time frame after i read the book processed everything from reading it, I started going deep into the education system, into researching how I can potentially make an impact, right? I was like, do I go this teacher route to get into education? Do I um, do all these different things, like how can I get experience, all this stuff? As, so I listened to, subscribe to a lot of podcasts, bunch of different, um, you know, articles, documentaries, all these things, you know, looked up the I Promise School built by LeBron, the school out in California that was, that is, uh, was built by, I forgot her name, uh, the wife of Mark Zuckerberg's wife, um, focuses on socio-emotional learning, um, Different uh, Waldorf School uh, method, Montessori schools, all these different types of s- non traditional public school system type things. And some of them were even within the public school system construct, right? And I wanted to create something that has a longer lasting impact on someone than just helping them to be a better third grader. If they're a third grader, it's like get, getting them ready to be a fourth grader. Or if they're a fourth grader, what does it take to be a good fifth grader? Like, it, it was kind of a rat race that didn't make sense to me. And then, obviously, as you grow older, it's like, I got to do all these tests and standardized tests and college. And like oh, this is like a system that has forgotten how and what, why we are here. You know, the purpose of why humans are on Earth, right? And so, um, you know, so I really took a lot of notes. I built almost this proposal, uh, this initial proposal, maybe a 20, 30 pages, researching a bunch of different things, how I could, I essentially had a very, very rough first draft of like a potential school that I could build, right? And I've had that, and I haven't really touched it since. You know, it's been about a year, a year plus now, since I've written that. But that's like the general skeleton, the general structure what I was thinking at that time, all right, and then now fast forward a few more months into coming into the new year 2021, and I've been started journaling more, really knowing myself more, who I am, what I want to be doing, what my purpose is, etc., and so as I've gotten deeper into knowing myself, I've come up with other ideas how to expand this, and so education, I realized is probably the most important thing to change humanity and society, right? There's like a, a phrase, a proverb out there that says, if you want to uh, change, man, I'm blanking right now. But essentially if you wanna change you know, uh, generations, right? You need to change the education. You need to impact children. I'll find it later or something. But, you know, I was like, all right, education is probably the most important cog on this wheel, but it's not the only cog. And so I'm like, all right, I need to figure out something. Like that's when I realize it's, I'm not, if I only impact one specific area or industry or section of life, that'll be awesome, but it's not gonna have the full picture. Right? I'm trying to create a full, holistic, balanced view of life, what an ideal life can be. If it's just education, then I'm not necessarily doing that with respect to providing balance to the entire life. Right. And so what I realized is I want to redefine what life is because I think we've you know, defined life before then we've like undefined it or we've defined it as uh, something separate now of you know good, good uh, material wealth, material success, jobs, etc. but then we've, we've forgotten the real meaning so I want to redefine things, redefine life with a sense of divinity right? knowing that we are all capable of our highest self if you believe in God you know that we are all God you know, whatever it makes you connect with it, right? And so I want to read divine life. Alright. So I came to this realization maybe a few couple months ago. It's like that's what I need to do. It's this it's this entire system, this entire community, this entire nation, entire world is just one, right? These countries are just made up. These lines are just drawn by humans, artificially. These are just human constructs. So it's like, but then I saw, it's like, okay, these are states, right? And then we are in, we can, when we are in a state of something, it's, you know, state of being, state of happiness, state of love, right? So like, why not make these states, these physical states of, you know, you know California, Colorado, North Carolina, etc. get rid of that. Why not become just states of being, right? So essentially everything around, let's say the country or the world would just be different words for states of happiness or states of love or states of peace, just states of being, states of empathy, of compassion, right, of respect. All these things, right, these are, these are states, right? But these are states of being not states that we've created artificially All right so essentially this 150 year plan to come full circle here is to build different communities to build you know a way of life a way of being that is driven with the intention of love and peace That everything comes from the internal world. That we can create our own reality. That we can achieve and be our highest selves. Right? I want to promote an environment that has that. Right? A place that is environmentally sustainable so that we are respecting Mother Earth. a place where natural resource exploitation isn't happening, perhaps even a place where we're generating resources, who knows, where we're generating energy, creating energy, not just within the context of resources from a physical standpoint, but energy from a perspective of the inner world. How can we create happiness? within ourselves and share that with others around us, right? I just want these, it's, sure, am I describing a utopia? Maybe, I don't know. Like this is the, this is literally episode one of this and I'm starting, sure, I put together that, you know, that proposal or whatever that I had, you know, maybe a year ago, but that was just like, kind of the, a drop, drop in the bucket. That was like, not even the tip of the iceberg, that was like the one ice cube of the iceberg. Right? This is what I'm imagining now is way beyond that. And admittedly, I don't know what I'm exactly imagining, right? I'm trying to describe something that I don't even know, right? But the beauty is this is the process. This is the start of the process. And sometimes we don't know where we may be going, but we just got to take that first step and so this is that first step and documenting this first step and so I want to show this process from starting you know it's not a business but starting this thing this way of being envisioning this from what's in my mind and creating that projecting that into a physical reality that's my 150 year plan I wanna change the world not just within my lifetime but set an environment a community a place of being up that goes long beyond my physical body right that creates a legacy that doesn't need me to be there to help achieve and to help fulfill. I want everyone to realize their full potential. That realization is, is a real thing, right? I want to realize the full self, to realize the full potential of myself that is a true self-realization. But anyways, I'm digressing here. But so that's my 150-year plan. Uh, my plan is to, obviously with these series episodes coming out every month or so, hopefully I'll be making progress towards this vision and clarifying that vision along the way, adjusting it, making course adjustments, being re- responding to changes and ultimately just having an intention and letting the, everything else flow with ease into me and through me All right so that's the 150 year plan if you resonated with that or if you think I'm crazy you know let me know you know sometimes it's the craziest people who think they can change the world wait what's the quote by Steve Jobs um I don't know you know what i'm talking about but thank you for listening to another episode of size eyes the first episode of the 150 year plan the first of many welcome to the process and i'll see you guys next time see ya